0: Welcome to the Choose You Netcast. This is Jim Langlois with the word from Joshua twenty four fifteen. Choose you this day whom you will serve, but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. It's my prayer that this netcast will encourage and cheer you on as we join forces to draw the line in the sand, defending our faith and our households in the resurrection power of Jesus. Join me each weekday as we dig deeply into God's amazing word and bring up the rich treasures of his blessings. Are you Ready? Choose you this day, whom you will serve. But well, as for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house. I said, Choose you this day, whom you will serve. But well, as for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house. Good morning, Net World, and thank you for tuning in. Are you ready to get into the Word again? Well, I am. Let's open to Hebrews chapter 6, verses 1 through 3. We're going to continue in our Back to the Basics series, talking about the elementary principles of Christ. Hebrews 6, one says, Therefore, leaving the discussion of the elementary principles of Christ, let us go on to perfection or maturity, not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works, and of faith toward God, of the doctrine of baptisms, of laying on of hands, of resurrection of the dead, and of eternal judgment. And this we will do if God permits. And then Hebrews 6, 3 says in the Amplified Version, I like this, if indeed God permits, we will now proceed to advanced teaching. Well, that's why we're covering the back to the basics. So when we're through, we can go to advanced teaching. And I'm looking forward to that. And if you remember, we've been talking about seven foundational stones, the six mentioned in Back to the Basics, or Hebrews 6, 1 through 3, being the repentance from dead works, faith toward God, the doctrine of baptisms, the laying on of hands, the resurrection of the dead, and eternal judgment. And I added one cornerstone, the cornerstone of Jesus Christ found in 1 Peter 2, 6. So I say there are seven stones that are important for our firm foundation in the elementary principles of God's Word. The King James Bible calls them elementary doctrines. Last week, we studied the ten purposes for the laying on of hands, being blessings, separation unto ministry, offerings, ordination, importations of wisdom, healing, miracles, spiritual gifts, and the baptism of the Holy Spirit. You see, the laying on of hands transfers a portion of heaven to the earth. I like the scripture in Matthew six ten that says, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That's how we can transfer much of the treasures of heaven to earth by the laying on of hands. Now, the last two elementary doctrines are eschatological or having to do with last things, and they are the resurrection of the dead and eternal judgment. When we study the seven foundation principles, the elementary doctrines, we see they're a progression, because we come to God through repentance from dead works. And we grow spiritually in God through faith toward God and the doctrine of baptisms. And we operate as ministers for God on the earth through the laying on of hands. And finally, we live eternally with God in heaven through the resurrection of the dead and eternal judgment. Now today we're going to begin studying the resurrection of the dead. Job said something very, very important. He said in chapter nineteen verse twenty five through twenty seven, that's Job nineteen, twenty five through twenty seven, for I know that my Redeemer lives, and he shall stand at last on the earth. And after my skin is destroyed, this I know, that in my flesh I shall see God, whom I shall see for myself, and my eyes shall behold, and not another how my heart yearns within me. What a powerful word from Job, knowing that he will be one day resurrected. Let's read 1 Corinthians fifteen one through 8. Moreover, brethren, I declare to you the gospel which I preached to you, which also you received and in which you stand, by which also you are saved, if you hold fast that word which I preached to you, unless you believed in vain. For I delivered to you First of all, that which I also received, that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day according to the scriptures. Now this next part is very important to us. He says that he was seen by Cephas, Peter, then by the twelve. After that he was seen by over 500 brethren at once, of whom the greater part remained to the present, but some have fallen asleep. After that, he was seen by James, now that was Jesus' brother, then by all the apostles, then last of all, he was seen by me also as one born out of due time. What a powerful word from Paul explaining how many people had seen the resurrected Christ in person. As Paul said in his account to King Agrippa in 1 Corinthians fifteen forty-eight through 53, he said, as was the man of dust, so also are those who are made of dust. And as is the heavenly man, so also are those who are heavenly. And as we have borne the image of the man of dust, we shall also bear the image of the heavenly man. Now let's stop right here. We can tell that the man of dust is talking about Adam, and we can talk about the heavenly man is Christ. He's calling Adam the man of dust and Christ the heavenly man. Continuing in verse 50, Now this I say, brethren, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, nor does corruption inherit incorruption. Behold, I tell you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed in a moment in the twinkling of an eye at the last trumpet, for the trumpet will sound and the dead will be raised incorruptible and we shall be changed. For this corruptible must put on incorruption and this mortal must put on immortality. In other words, we go from being born dust to be born again in the heavenlies. We are resurrected a new creature in Christ. And we will be resurrected immortal and we'll have a body like Jesus instead of a body like Adam. So whether we live until the rapture or die beforehand, we will be resurrected. As a matter of fact, Second Corinthians 5, 8 says to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. But what kind of body will we have? We will have the same resurrected and incorruptible body that Jesus had. We can find it in John chapter 20, verse 27. It says, then he said to Thomas, reach your finger here and look at my hands and reach your hand here and put it into my side. Do not be unbelieving, but believing. You see, the disciples could see him and he was telling them that they could touch him. He was already resurrected from the dead. But he had a body you could see and a body that you could touch. In Luke 24, verses 36 through 43, he says, Now as they said these things, Jesus himself stood in the midst of them and said to them, Peace to you. But they were terrified and frightened, and supposed they had seen a spirit. And he said to them, Why are you troubled, and why do doubts arise in your hearts? Behold my hands and my feet, that it is I myself. Handle me and see." For a spirit does not have flesh and bones as you see I have. Imagine that. His resurrected body had flesh and bones. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and feet. But while they still did not believe for joy and marveled, he said to them, have you any food here? So they gave him a piece of a broiled fish and some honeycomb, and he took it and ate it in their presence. So his resurrected body had flesh and bones, and he held the food in his hands, and he ate the food in the presence of the disciples. In John 21, we see that he also cooked them breakfast. Verse 3, Simon Peter said to them, I'm going fishing. They said to him, we're going with you also. They went out and immediately got into the boat, and that night they caught nothing. But when the morning had now come, Jesus stood on the shore, yet the disciples did not know that it was Jesus. Then Jesus said to them, Children, have you any food? They answered him, No. And he said to them, Cast the net on the right side of the boat, and you will find some. So they cast, and now they were not able to draw it in because of the multitude of fish. Therefore the disciple, whom Jesus loved, said to Peter, It is the Lord. Now when Simon Peter heard that it was the Lord, he put on his outer garment, for he had removed it, and he plunged into the sea. But the other disciples came in the little boat, for they were not far from the land. Oh, but about 200 cubits, dragging the net with fish. Then, as soon as they had come to land, they saw a fire of coals there, and fish laid on it and bread. Jesus said to them, Bring some of the fish which you have just caught. Simon Peter went up and dragged the net to land, full of the large fish, 153, and although there were so many, the net was not broken. Jesus said to them, Come and eat breakfast. Yet none of the disciples dared ask him, Who are you, knowing that it was the Lord? Imagine that, Jesus cooked them breakfast. Another thing he did was in John 20 and 19, he walked through walls. Then the same day at evening, being the first day of the week, when the doors were shut where the disciples were assembled for fear of the Jews, and Jesus came and stood in the midst and said to them, peace be with you. The King James Bible commentary says that Christ appears to them apparently by coming through the wall. The Bible knowledge commentary says Jesus passed through the door as indicated by the fact that when the doors were locked, he came and stood among them. This showed the power of his new resurrection body. We also find in Acts chapter 1 verse 9 that he could fly. It says, now when he had spoken these things while they watched, he was taken up and a cloud received him out of their sight. It's amazing. A resurrected body. What kind will we have? The same kind Jesus had. In 1 Thessalonians four thirteen through 18, he says, But I do not want you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning those who have fallen asleep, lest you sorrow as others who have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so God will bring with him those who sleep in Jesus. For this we say to you by the word of the Lord, that we who are alive and remain until the coming of the Lord will by no means precede those who are asleep. For the Lord himself would descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel, and with the trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and thus we shall always be with the Lord. Therefore comfort one another with these words. What kind of body will we have? We will have a resurrected body just like Jesus one that you can see and one that you could touch, one that has flesh and bones and one where you could hold food and eat it, where you could cook on the beach like Jesus did, except you can also walk through the walls and you can also fly and there's no death and sickness. You will have a resurrected, incorruptible body. We'll go from corruption to incorruption, from a body of dust to a body of the heavens, from a body of death to a body of life, from the temporary to the eternal a new body that can appear and disappear, a body that can walk through walls and can also fly. This is the body that we will have when we rule and reign with Christ during the millennium. Just like Jesus, we will have complete victory over death. There'll be no sorrow, no tears, no sickness, no death, no crying, and no pain. John three sixteen says, "'For God so loved the world "'that he gave his only begotten Son,' that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Aren't you looking forward to it? That's the doctrine of the resurrection of the dead. Well, that's all the time we have today. So I look forward to being with you in my next netcast. Mark your calendar, set your clock, and tune in next time as we continue in establishing our foundation with Jesus Christ as our cornerstone. I call you blessed. You have been listening to the Choose You Netcast with Jim Langlois. If you have enjoyed this program, you can find out more about Jim Langlois Ministries on the Masters House website at tmhnow.org. That's tmhnow.org. On the media tab, you can listen to many more messages. Subscribe to my daily devotional emails and follow the link to my blog site. But that's for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house